must become. I could go to the Beatrice thing, but we already had a we had some plans this Saturday already. So, oh, okay. is that is there anything else tied to your uh, your book signing there? Uh, well, it's free comic book day. So that's well, okay, and that's at like a baseball card store too, right? Or a sports yeah. store? Um, yeah. Well, it's called CNL Baseball Cards, but mainly his main thing is like Magic the Gathering. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he sells sports cards and stuff, but I go there for the comics. Always have. Actually, I, the first time I ever went there was to get some Pokemon cards. <laughs> nice. So that tells you how long ago that was. Yeah, my, uh, so my brother's in Omaha and he lives like, I think it's, I don't know if it's even two blocks away from Legends Comics. So uh, I dropped in there over the weekend, and that that seems like a pretty solid little store. Legends. So, yeah, it's like 50, 52nd and eleven uh, worth. Okay, in Omaha. Yeah, it's a coffee shop too. And, oh, nice. Yeah. Huh. I check that one out sometime. Okay, well. Um... So this is Comic Share. Uh, Comic Share was, we started off doing it as for a geekery update thing and had it for the private group and exclusive to that. But I uh, decided to go ahead and now make it a brain digestion thing. So this is Brain Digestion Presents Comic Share. And so I'm, I'm Alan D. Lyons, indie published author, Hostage 100, Full Steam Ahead, Sasquatch and a Scorpion, and uh, and of course the co-founder of Chewing on Brains, editor in chief, director, whatever you want to call me. Uh, who we got joining us today? I'm Jordan Kramer. I live in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, and I guess com comic fan and uh, movie fan. You know, Marvel, uh, DC. I take in all that stuff, or a lot of it. Just an all-around nerd. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for chewing on brains, Jordic? Uh, a lot of the stuff is the uh, uh, approved facts. I, I try to look up extra facts and uh, find out uh, research items. You know. Like if a actor's maybe got another project, maybe some back history or, you know, what, whatever can be probably dug up. <laughs> In our magazine, Brains Digested, uh, at least the last issue, I had Jordic do up some of his approved facts by Jordic. That that's his <laughs> that's his segment. Yeah, yeah, that seems like a hashtag or something. But all right, <laughs> well, <laughs> you you're all about your hashtags and your acronyms and. <laughs> Thumbs up. That is, that is probably true. <laughs> I, I, the, the funny thing about that is uh, Twitter is probably my least used of social media. <laughs> and then that would be the place to mostly use that stuff. Yep. 
I don't use much Twitter either. I'm mainly Facebook. I was, I did do a lot of Instagram for a while, but I haven't done that for a while. And then I tend to look at a TikTok every now and then. All right, all right. I haven't got in that one too much. Oh, well, there's some neat stuff on there. All right, good to know. Yeah, there is some, I put up some Geekery Update stuff on on TikTok. Uh, like some of Brian's raps. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I did up my phone. I got this new phone. You can do uh, make little movie trailers. So I did a, up a couple that was just like some, like one was on the character. Uh, what she's got a long name. Julia Lewis Dreyfus played her in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Black Widow. Uh, oh. We just call her Val, right? Yeah, yeah Val. Val, <laughs> Contessa Valeria DeFontaine or whatever. But anyways, I did yeah. up a little thing on her, and then I did up one also on King Shark. So oh, they, okay. Yeah. Nice. Made them up in the little TikToks. So, uh, so yeah, this is Comic Share. Doesn't necessarily have to be comics. It could be books. Just whatever we want to, whatever's on our mind, whatever we want to share with the group. So, Jordic, why don't you go ahead and start? What do you got for us today? All right. Well, I got uh, this uh, True true Believers Hulk. Oh, I have a few of those. Yeah, the, it's a head of banner, and we're, uh, we're against the metal master here. Or, sorry, okay. the metal master. Metal and, master. Um, yeah, there's a difference between the two. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I guess I don't know if there's a metal meister. <laughs> there's a music <laughs> but yeah, meister. Was, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, as I mentioned, I had stopped at Legends Comics and saw this on a rack. I'm like, oh, I'll give it a try. So I Those believe true believers that, are only a dollar too. Yeah, this. Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, yeah, a little surprised by that. But I think this is the like after going through the cover and it shows the like. Uh, you know, Stan, yeah, because they're, uh, they're reprints stuff. of like old comics. They they like yeah, reprint yeah. them and put a True Believers slap that on there and stuff. But so yeah, yeah so, so that's written by Stan Lee. That one. Yeah, uh, Stan Stanley did the story. Steve Ditko did the art, and I guess Art Simic did or Simic, however you say it, did the yeah. lettering. If uh, that okay. makes any difference. Yeah, I, I Steve Ditko. I, I don't know if I'm Sorry, I don't know if I actually realized that they had a separate somebody separate doing the lettering. That I found that oh, really? kind of interesting. But yeah, they seem to be like the underrated of the comic uh, creators. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they're a glorified calligraphist. Oh, I see how it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I know you said Steve Ditko there. So he helped yeah. create, he was a co-creator of Spider-Man, along with Stanley. Yeah. So yeah, and then he did yeah. a lot of other cool stuff. He did some good stuff for DC. Um, he co-created Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the story is uh, obviously about the Hulk uh, taking on this Metal Master guy. Who uh, he's from a uh, planet Astra, and he can tr can control all metal atoms. 
so so some of the artwork that I saw of him, like I couldn't help but think of Silver Surfer, like at points where it looked like he was almost making like a metal highway that he was kind of on. Okay. But uh, but but yeah, the uh, I didn't know this about the Hulk. I guess he uh, in this what was it? It seemed like he had to stand in a front of a gamma ray machine to transform. That I don't think really? he could do. That's the way at least I was reading it. That I don't think he could transform on his own. So okay. he was talking about as much as he transformed, it would become more painful each time going from Banner to to the Hulk. That at like one point actually he went to transform, and he his face didn't turn right away, so he had to put on a plastic mask. And uh, the military, <laughs> the military went to pull off the pull off the mask, and at that point, his face had transformed. But yeah, it was kind of weird that it's like, okay, I got to put on a plastic mask to go fight, and uh, yeah, the military tries to pull it off, and I'm like, it's it's the same face. <laughs> so that so that I, sounds like something Stanley would write too. Like I've read a lot of Stanley stuff, and it's. <laughs> it's crazy stuff like that. So I found I found some humor in that, and obviously right. you got your uh, your uh, Thunderbolt Ross is in here and, and Betty, okay. and he's he's still you know keeping his identity concealed from Betty and everything. Oh, so. Okay, real early day stuff. Yeah. So. But yeah, I I I thought it was good. He defends against the Metal Master, and so who's Metal Master? You, did did you kind of get a good idea of who he was? Uh, super super powerful, just from Planet Astra came and wanted to basically take over the world because it had a, from what he could tell, it had a big resource of metal, and he's like, I can take over and rule here, so. Okay. The Hulk essentially defeated him by making like a like a fake weapon out of uh, it looked like a gun. I think I think he used cardboard and plastic and basically tricked tricked the metal master into <laughs> that he couldn't uh, or whatever. He's like, I can't I can't mess with that. It's not metal. And he and the Hulk's basically like, get off our planet. And that's <laughs> that's kind of how. It, that's how the story pretty much goes down, but uh, okay, I I was entertained. It, it was a fast read, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, do you there was some good. Do you have what, a rating uh, you would give it, or? Oh, I don't know if I've given uh, comic ratings. Is this out of a ten thing? Yeah, let's do out of a ten. Okay, uh, I, I'd probably say six and a half out of ten. Okay, I. I like the art, and yeah, there were there were some good uh, good quotes in there because uh, at some point the Hulk's like living in an underground layer or cave, also, which he re refers to. I got to escape to my. Uh, I think he said dank cave, and I'm like, I get dank. That. I, yeah, I didn't I didn't know dank was a term, but I was like, I was like, all right then. Well, I know that word dank. Uh. Yeah. It may not necessarily be be to use to describe a cave, but I mean I can see that. 
<laughs> I would use uh, it to describe other things. Uh, I'm not going to look out and find... Uh... Well, I guess here, if it, if it can be seen at all, there's like the picture of of him where he turns into the Hulk body and his face isn't transforming. Okay. So that's like where they had to do, do the masking uh, thing. Okay. Um, Rick Jones also appears, which yeah, I'm not... I was going to ask you about him. I'm, um, I'm not as well versed on Rick Jones, but they do bring up the, the Teen Brigade uh, radio show comes okay. out. Okay. So I'm... Like I said, I'm not as well versed on that, so I'd probably have to... Think Do some about, more research. Thing about Rick Jones is so he was very synonymous with the origin of the Hulk. So an oh. Hulk, you know, he became the Hulk because he was a scientist and he was testing his gamma bomb that he created for the military. And so as they're like out in the desert testing it, uh, you know, obviously you're thinking nobody's gonna be around or whatever. Uh that's why you're doing it out in the middle of nowhere. Well, here comes this kid moseying along. And then Bruce Banner is like, oh, well, I need to get him out of the way because he's going to get <laughs> killed or whatever. So he runs out there and pushes Rick Jones out of the way. And then, therefore, it hits him, Bruce Banner, and that's how he becomes the Hulk. Well, Rick Jones felt really bad about it. So he kind of took a, took on to be his sidekick or whatever. And then okay. when the Hulk joined the Avengers... And Rick Jones was still tagging along with him. Uh, Rick Jones naturally tagged along with the Avengers. And he became really fascinated with the Captain America. And so then after Hulk left the Avengers, Rick Jones stayed. And he kind of took himself on to be like the next Bucky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. He sounds pretty interesting. I like they could... Uh... I don't know. That sounds like a what if waiting to happen, maybe. It does. And then there was eventually, and Rick Jones kind of stayed around for a while. Then when Captain Marvel joined, not uh, not the current one the that Brie Larson plays, but the original one, Marvel, who was a guy. Uh, okay. So he, when he joined, Rick Jones kind of palled along with him. And at some point, they had. Something had happened where they had shared the same body or something, and they had, like, these wrist things, and then they would okay. use them, and they would switch out. So it'd be like, Rick, and switch out. Now we're Cat Marvel. Ah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, now I'm thinking of Super Smash Brothers, and I can't remember the exact character. Was it Zelda that switched with the... Uh... Um, Sheik, is that right? Is it? I haven't played a whole lot of like I I have it for the Wii, and I don't think I ever played it for Nintendo sixty four. See, I don't know which one or or now yeah, you I, mean I, in I, Zelda? Or you mean in Link? Because Zelda was actually the princess. Okay. Um. And, yeah, but, Super Smash Brothers. One of the characters I know could switch. Okay. I thought it was like Zelda to Sheik, but okay. that might have been on the GameCube, actually. Yeah, I, I played played it a little bit on the GameCube, but I never had a GameCube, so I I played it on at friends' houses or whatever. 
on the Wii. What do you got there? Oh, old Superman cup. Nice. <laughs> Where'd you get that at? Uh, well, we got it to. It's in our cupboard. I, I think. Uh, I think my wife had them from her childhood. I, I don't okay. exactly know if any of that's readable, but that's what's on the back. Is that like saying it's the movie Superman the movie with the Christopher Reeve movie? I th I think so. Uh, it says copyrighted nineteen seventy eight on here. Yeah, Superman the movie. Oh. Yeah, seventy eight. That'd be it. I, I went old school with the cup, I guess. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so, yeah. but well, Jeff, I need to re-catch up on that show. We we're we we're doing pretty good and started watching it on the CW. I, I oh, Superman and Lois. Solid. Yeah, I yeah, was, I liked I it too. Anyways, what what comic do you have to discuss tonight? Well, I don't have a comic. I have a book, and oh, so okay. this is the book I've been reading lately. Um. So my birthday every year uh, for the past few years has been going to Barnes & Noble and getting a haul of books there. Uh, uh, that place can be dangerous. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. And they're not, it's not very cheap either. But, you know, you just got to splurge sometimes on it when it's your birthday. I didn't do it last year because, you know, the world was paused. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then this year I really wanted a splurge, but so I found this book. It's called Skywalker Family at War. Author okay. is Kristen Baver. Um, so I mean, first off, what drew me to it is that cover looks really nice. And then here's the back cover. You got Kylo Ren and Ray there on the back. Nice. So what this is. It reads like a biography, so there's no dialogue or anything. It just so it reads like a biography, and it has three parts to it, and each part is like the each trilogy. You know, it starts off with the okay. prequel trilogy, then the original, and then the sequel trilogy, and it's the it's pretty much the biography of the Skywalker family. So the first okay. part tells the story of Anakin, and then it also not only does it talk about the movies, but it goes in just goes in the whole the whole timeline so like they talk about ahsoka in here they even touch on the bad batch in here as well or uh, they clone force 99 uh not not very much because this came out earlier this year so the show hadn't been out yet it was basically what we knew from the last season of clone wars okay um and then it talks a little bit about uh marvel did a, a darth vader comic which I have a few of those, but it touched a little bit of what they did in there where he was, Darth Vader was going around and trying to find, like he had just learned that he had a son at least, and he was mad that that was kept from him. And so he was like, with a vengeance, he was going to track down the people who kept it from him. And so it talks about that in there. And then it goes into now where I'm at, is it's the twins so we're going back and forth between luke's upbringing and leia's upbringing and it's very inner like leia stuff is very interesting her growing up on alderaan uh finding out that her parents are part of the rebel alliance so she gets into that and stuff and then and it talks a little bit about obi-wan what he was doing 
uh, what, what, what do we got here? Those, there are those who can call me Tim. Oh, oh, shit. I think I, I, I think I know who this is. Uh, What's going on? <laughs> I had so, somebody joined the chat. Oh, oh. all right. <laughs> it's Mr. Flesner. Howdy. Oh, howdy. So yeah, we were in the middle of things here. Oh. Um. So I was just sharing with Jordic. I've got this book here. the The day that you and I met, which was my birthday beforehand, was at Barnes and Noble, and I got this. Skywalker Family at War. And this is a huh. biography of the Skywalker family. All three of them? Or no, I guess there was other ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's three parts to it. So, yeah, it goes over each uh, generation, each trilogy. So right now I'm in Luke and Leia's story. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yes. And then Jordic, he had a Hulk comic, uh, True Believers reprint of a Stanley story, Stanley yeah. and Steve Ditko. Yeah, I saw you posted a picture of that earlier, or something. Oh, yeah, I did. Someplace. Yeah, I didn't get to reading the Empire stuff. That'll be another day. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, you were talking about Empire in one of the group chats. Yeah, I see. So uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Timmy. Who who we got? Who we got joining here? I am Tim Flesner, and I'm just got a white wall behind me. I might try to change that. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. You used to have like uh, Humphrey Bogart or Johnny Cash behind you. Yeah, yeah. Those are upstairs, or those are out in the other room where people are being noisy out there. I guess oh. playing <laughs> piano and stuff. Uh, now I'm, I'm in our my little comic book artsy sort of room that needs to oh the man cave yeah 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 ish you it need needs, to put some to, posters needs up to in change there. it's not it's not uh it didn't work out the way i wanted it to paint a mural uh, my yeah well i got those wednesday comics that i want to kind of like turn into wallpaper would be kind of cool what were you just showing there jordic I saw some oh, ant-man sorry sorry i i forgot i had that for whatever reason this is a Send me the side here, but uh, it's an Ant Man Hot Wheel uh, bus thing that uh, I bought it at a Hot Wheel show a little while ago. That's oh, cool. The bread box. <laughs> oh, I haven't taken it up out of the package for whatever reason, but uh, yeah. We just found the new Batmobile for the Batman in Hot Wheels at Dollar Tree. Really? Nice. Kind of cool. Yeah, my kid has it somewhere. I'm not sure where it's at. Huh. But, I bet but it was kind of cool. Ryan would be really excited about that one. Yeah, they had. I don't know which other ones they really. They have like five of them out. Probably like the plane thing from Dark Knight. I think some one from Arkham City. But uh, uh, most of them, I think we've gotten before they've released them. But the the Batman Batman one, the one that looks like an old muscle car, was was new. It was the first release on that one, and we managed to find it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, you can, uh, yeah, Dollar Tree has some interesting things you can find. <laughs> yeah, they got tracks, uh, Hot Wheels tracks and stuff. I mean, our Dollar Tree on the north end of town here is, like, ghetto, but but there's one over by Toys from the Past that's, like, um, awesome. Yeah. Was that, yeah, was that the one we meet at, met at? 
No, over on 70th Street. You'll have to come up to that one sometime. Okay, yeah. How did I miss out on this meetup? Maybe I was out of town. Well, you know, I, I think about I think you mentioned it. being somewhere or doing something. I think I think when it, was that? It was a while ago. It was you on my birthday. birthday. It was May 24th. I see, and I told I was talking to you, Timmy, about it. I was like I was thinking about inviting Jordic to it, but <laughs> I think my anxiety was a little much to be meeting. Oh, maybe that was it. People, yeah. All right, what do you got yeah, to share with it. us, Timmy? Oh, let's see. I wish I could find those Wednesday comics so I could show you. Oh, yeah. close by, but oh, look. But um, otherwise, the one thing I read was the other history of the DC universe. Okay. It's out. It's in the DC Black Label thing. And it kind of it covers uh, Black Lightning and then Bumblebee and a guy named oh, shoot, I forgot his name. That's how forgetful he was. Just like one of those like almost sidekick type characters in the Teen Titans, uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, who's a black guy, and and then Katana in the third episode, kind of going through, you know, kind of other perspectives and stuff in the in history and it, it's interesting because it kind of because it follows like actual history timelines and sort of examines what dc was doing in the comic books at the same time but it's all under like uh oh it's more written like their diaries or like an interview or something with illustrations like i don't know if i can show that but um like it's not necessarily comic format it's a lot more text and stuff Okay. And oh, there might be some panels that are a little more comic booky. So, uh, but uh, and like I said, it's a lot of interview type uh, interview or some, some with the Bumblebee and, and the other uh, guy thing kind of went back and forth. They they have almost they're like married and they almost have conflicting little things and it's kind of kind of things like like he'll get all kind of angry about you know society stuff and she'll be like well he's just kind of a, being a drama queen about that that's not how it really was <laughs> and stuff it's it's pretty good uh it can be kind of finger pointy sometimes at times but not too bad because it's uh it takes it shows that it's like their perspective on it you know i mean there might be times when it's like they call superman basically racist or something but in less less terms than that but um but at the same time it's kind of from Black Lightning's own flawed perspective, too, because as they build up and you go get, go through the whole thing, you can see where he might be uh, biased. Uh, maybe not flawed perspective, but but you know his bias shows through sometimes on on some of the stuff as well. And then, but it, it's really well done. It's it's good stuff. If you ever want to borrow Jordic, you can you, you can run by or something and grab it. <laughs> You'll have to do that sometime. <laughs> Of course, then you'd have to carry it back. Have you two ever met yeah. in person? No, no. No, we should probably make that happen. I, I don't think I realized you were living in Lincoln. Yeah, you all yeah. live in the same town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we must be all introverts. Uh, and you're like north side of town or something, too. Well, uh, COVID. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we're right out in uh, Air Park. And so. you're both from Hastings, well, too. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, yeah, what year did you what year did you graduate? Did you graduate probably a year oh, ahead of me? Oh, oh four. You're younger? Yeah, he's he's same age okay. as me. I was thinking I was thinking you were older because you were friends with Dylan or something, because he's like a year older than me. So I 
Yeah, so Dylan went to our church growing up, so I kind of knew him from church and, like, through my older brother, Josh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. So who Yeah, I graduated in 2000, so you might have been a freshman, maybe, or maybe just a... You're a year older than my sister, then. She graduated in 01. Yeah. So, uh... I was going to ask about that uh, or what you were reading. Do you do you think it offers more, like art-wise, them doing it separate instead of the the bubbles, like a like a comic or? Oh, oh or... The, the art's beautiful. I mean, it's it's really good, really great artwork and everything. And I mean, and like I said, it's not. Uh, you almost wouldn't even call it a comic, but it's still still a good story and and stuff. It's like I said, it's. Is it a graphic novel almost? Yeah, yeah, it's a graphic novel. I I mean, it's almost more illustrated prose, you know, than than a comic book. I mean, I'm flipping through it now, and I'm, you know, there might be an occasional comic book style clip, but for the most part, it's it's, uh, just artwork. And the guy who does the artwork, um, oh, geez, I should have been prepared with whoever does that. Either John Ridley or Giuseppe Giacomoncoli. Yeah, I was going to ask you who the, who the writer and the artist was on that. Yeah, story by John Ridley. Layouts oh, layouts by Giuseppe Camoncoli. Finishes, Andrea Cucci. Color by Jose Villarubia. Lettering by Steve Wands. Cover by Giuseppe Camoncoli and Marco Mastrazzo. And then there's variant covers and stuff. Um, so I've heard of the John Ridley guy. I've heard, of, I've heard that name before. The rest what? of that I've uh, never there, heard. There was something that he, I forget what, he did something like he, like, like wrote a screenplay or a movie or something. I can't remember what it was right. um, off the top of my head, what he did. That, that is short fact check, checking, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I That's what he's there for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I might have to go steal yeah. a Chromebook or something. Yeah. The, art, the artist <laughs> does a good job at like, when they're flashing back to previous styles and stuff of, I mean, a lot of it is like 1980s, late 70s and 80s, George Perez and stuff. And they do a good homage to those eras. And then some of the stuff, the Bumblebee and the, and the mall guy, M-A-L, Mal, Malcolm. uh, Mostly I jumped on, on Teen Titans when it was like new Teen Titans, Cyborg, Raven, all those guys, Starfire introduced. So, uh, it was a little bit, I mean, it covered that area too, but it uh, was a little prior to that too that I didn't really know too much about. Well, the Bumblebee character, um, I remember now, in that one, is Bumblebee a male or female? Female. Female. Okay. So, yeah, I remember in the Teen Titans cartoon, not Teen Titans Go, but the first one, mm-hmm. uh, I remember there was a Bumblebee in there, and she was a person of color. And it was like they made like a B team of Teen Titans or Teen Titans East, and yeah. she was on that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was Titans East, t- Titans West, and uh, stuff. I got to reread some of that Titan stuff, and some of it, some of the East stuff, I might not actually have in my. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure where it's at, but like that's all comic books. Wow, and. Uh- Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to come over and help you organize that, ain't I? Yeah. Well, in my other closet is full of comic books, but also a bunch of other stuff, too. But it, all, it all used to fit underneath the stairs, hidden in a little man cave. It wasn't even a cave. It was more like a man cubby. 
but somehow it trying to get it out in the open it ex seemed to expand more and <laughs> what i was going to do with it didn't work out the way i wanted it to the boxes the moving boxes that i had i was gonna like paint these or put comic books on front of these but they're heavier once they're full of comic books and then there's right. this little lip there's this little lip on the shelf that catches and stuff and it's just a pain so i need to try to i mean like almost custom shelving and stuff would look nice from a permanent standpoint but that would also cost a lot of money with wood and then i saw comic book boxes that are stackable drawer that are like a drawer system you can pull the pull the like oh like a file system yeah like yeah yeah and everything and and old traditional file, filing cabinets metal filing cabinets if they're the wider ones you can get two comic books side by side but those can be kind of pricey too so yeah. but and wouldn't look as good too so, i mean i'd have to have the whole wall the one whole wall full of them probably to get it that's crazy more functional i don't know if i could flip my laptop i say i'm on my laptop right now but let's see if i can so that's two long boxes there that's my comics and then I've got this is my graphic novels. Yeah, all those. But like I said, I'm on my laptop, so it's kind of awkward to do that. And then behind me, on the other side of my desk, there are on. I don't know if you. I use it for a stand, but I've got a Star Wars box. It was uh, where I was working at. Uh, it was our printer paper, HP or whatever. They there was uh well a couple months they started shipping it in like these Star Wars boxes. I'm still here, I'm just listening for okay. a second, looking for something. I think it was to promote the, the Force Awakens or something. But so I, I went and I grabbed me one and it's of the original trilogy. But so that I've got that full of comics too. But nice. not nearly as much as yours, Timmy. I'm yeah, very it took a while. envious there. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been collecting There's since Cos I was like Cosmic 10. Comics. I think it was Cosmic Comics here in town. The gal would have Valentine's Day specials. Yeah. Like half-off comics. Uh, it was a gal who ran it. And uh, I'd stopped reading comics for a good eight years. But then went back and every Valentine's Day dumped <laughs> dumped into getting those 50% ones off. Catching up <laughs> most of my Superman and, and stuff like that. Uh from the you know like 2000 to 2006 or 2007 period re revamping that one so i got a bunch of those half price and then when i got into reading them like you know like regularly like where i uh had damn near subscribed to well didn't subscribe but uh pull list on most of what dc was putting out at the time before new 52 came out like three or four years prior to that uh there was a comic book store out in the gretna outlet mall that you'd get everything for like 60 percent off or 60 percent of cover price so oh, nice. uh, yeah so it was so I, out of curiosity, even, even though i'd get like 50 comics a month it'd still only be like 100 bucks or something but uh, out of curiosity how does a polis situation work I, I saw someone do this in uh, Omaha at, the, at Legends. Guy, guy showed up and like, yeah, I had a pull list. So like, is that just like 
I want these new comics that came out these way this week or how does that oh, exactly work? Yeah, yeah. If you if basically like a subscription, but you do it there at the thing, you know, you hold hold these ones for me and, and um sometimes they go as far as specifically ordering them for you, but usually it's if you know they know you're coming back, get your repeat customer sort of thing, no, no, they'll hold pretty much right. as many as you want for you there to so to I have a pull as long as you get, as long as you go there and regularly buy them you know and don't, right. you know let them sit there for a while i have a yeah, pull list at that. uh cnl baseball cards where that's where i'm doing my book signing um so when i lived there in beatrice yeah i would go there every week like i would tell them i wrote out a list of like these are the comics i want and so of course it would come in sometime throughout the month and like he would go and he would go on to the wherever he needs to order them and special order them for me or whatever and then so I'd go in there every week and he'd be like, okay, uh, four, four of them came in for you this week. So I'd pick them up or whatever. Well, now that I don't live there and it's, but he knows that I'm a loyal customer, he still holds on to them. And either I go up whenever I go up there to visit or I'll just message him on your Facebook on your and, say, yeah. and say, uh, yeah, when I would go visit my parents or whatever. Uh, but yeah. Or I'd message him on Facebook and be like, okay, um, I'd like to get whatever you got for me. Um, what, what do you got for me? What are my prices? And then he ships it to me. But if I could save the shipping, you know, I'd just get it when I go up. Like, I'm going up there Saturday, so I'm going to see yeah. what he's got for me and stuff. Yeah. The Gretna uh, Place eventually had a website that I was able to click on which ones I wanted and everything, too. But then, uh, then they, like, uh, well, New 52 happened, so I kind of like let my pull list grow a little bit and wasn't really interested in it and everything. And then they tore the whole outlet mall down and rebuilt it or whatever right around the same time. So I don't know whatever happened to that. Yeah, if they yeah, moved we, to somewhere we went, else. Yeah, we went to that place when it was like on its uh, probably last leg, the outlet mall. I swear it had like three stores left before they tore it down. Yeah, yeah. I think the comic store was one of the last ones in there, I think, if I remember right. But That would have been real but, neat uh, to visit. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, guys. Um, yeah, this concludes another, or I guess the first episode of Brain Digest and Presents Comic Share. <laughs>